You are listening to Back and Forth, a ping-pong chat about logistics. Brought to you by TGL, Think Global Logistics. One of the, the big trends we saw coming out of the pandemic and we're seeing now is customers have all realized the importance of dual sourcing. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. It, no disrespect to one country or the other. It's, it's regardless of which country you're manufacturing in, you have to have another backup in place in a geography that will not be affected by the same geopolitical or, or you know, other, other concerns that you're dealing with, right? Um, and add to that, you're right now seeing the, the turmoil in the economy in Sri Lanka. It's a huge garment manufacturer. Uh, they're going through a very difficult time right now as an economy. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Likewise with Pakistan as well. Yes. Uh, you're seeing you're seeing challenges. There's geopolitical tensions yes. happening there. Uh, so there is definitely a, a need for brands to be like, hey, I'm going into a new country. I've never yeah. manufactured in Vietnam yeah. or India yeah. or you know, yeah. a new city in India. Uh, that's where we come in handy, right? Hey, having yeah, that absolutely thousand dollars a month, it's it's yeah, it's way less than anything you're going to ever pay in your country to hire somebody to do this. Let's yes. be very clear about that. Yes. You get a technology platform, you get eyes and ears on the ground, you get that guarantee that hey, you know what, I'm not getting taken for a ride. Yes, that's worth something. That's yes. definitely worth something for customers. Yes. Well, the thing is, you know, again, you keep on hitting the the um the the headlines that um, that is right now being talked about right because like you know we take australia for example you know uh, right now it is no secret that australia uh, under its current government um has this it's hell-bent against china right it's, yeah. it's, it's hell-bent look i'm not going to get into politics none of my business yeah. I, i'm a simple freight guy <laughs> right yeah. but 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 some of the things that they've been saying in terms of just, just you know, as a politician coming out. So they're standing on their podiums and they're basically just saying, oh, well, you know, um, so we have a lot of industry that were affected by, by, by this war or verbal war with China. Like, the, you know, we have our lobster industry essentially not exporting anything. Wine industry died, milk uh, powder industry gone. So many industry uh, being severely affected. And then you had these politicians at the podium say, well, you know, you guys just uh, have to diversify out of China. And I'm like, well, hang on, no. You can't just be sitting there when you, your skin isn't in the game and simply tell someone who's built that relationship with China for the better part of the last two to three decades. Yeah. Right? Um, China produces 93% of the goods that we consume globally. Yeah, right. yeah, you know, you can't just on a dime and get out of there and go find another country. You know, it's not realistic, yeah. right? So when they say this, and I thought this is just a slap in the face to all the importers and and uh, and all the traders because it's not realistic for them. Yeah. But then we're hearing what you're saying with your system, and and I also say to my guys, I say, well, you know, we do need to shift our we need we need to have a diversified portfolio of manufacturers in different countries. We know this, you know, stock market, that's how stock market is being played. Um, but then I thought, well, how do you actually shift away from this massive uh, giant or, you know, that that is China? And some of the um, uh, practical challenges are the lack of visibility, the lack of understanding, the, the lack of uh, control of cost. Well, just lack of cost, understanding cost just to compare. And, and, and when you just said with your product and with your tech, you give these people the power to do that. And they will make that transition out of China a little bit smoother. I'm not going to say it's going to be walking the park, but it's going to be that much. 
you you're going to give these folks an educated yeah. um, 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 uh, ch uh, chance take or gamble whatever you want to call it you you you, you I mean you're going to give them the tools to yeah. make the call whether it's right or not yeah. so, you know so again like when you said that and I just sort of I just connected the dots in my head I go far out no wonder you're getting so much traction with this uh, your business concept because it's yeah. it's 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 right hot off the press in terms of what you're offering and what the world is trying to get its own population to to shift to I guess yeah so listen I'm I mean let's not kid ourselves all right China is the world's best well-oiled machine uh, for the most part, even for customers who do want to move out of China who have expressed that interest, it's just not feasible. They just, the infrastructure China has built is none, I mean, it's second to none. Uh, you know, there are trips, uh, tips and tricks that you could use when you're trying to move out and, you know, for example, getting out of China. But let's also face it, like, you know, when we've helped customers and we have helped customers get out of one country and move into another country, specifically China to other countries as well. Yeah. But I'm sorry, the fabric comes from China. You could do the cut and sew in another market. That's right. Uh, I'm sorry, nobody. Yeah, you know, certain kinds of fabrics, the infrastructure does not exist, at least for smaller quantities. That's uh, right. If you want a Nike, hey, you get to throw your weight around. You can land in Vietnam and build a factory in six That's months right. and make yours. That's but right. not everybody's a Nike. That's the right. SMEs in the mid-market customers you and I service, they're not operating at that scale. They don't get that same level of sway uh, yeah. when they land in these countries. Yeah. So we have helped them. We've essentially moved fabric out of China into Vietnam yes. uh, or into, you know, into India or into other markets. Yes. Uh, and likewise, other ways as well. There are products that, you know, customers have taken to India in a panic uh, during the pandemic. And uh, they realize, wait, I can't scale. Like at this point, I'm bringing every fabric from China. Yeah. That I import it, pay import yeah. duties on it, yeah. and then yeah. cover that on my way out. Yeah. You know, the administrative costs alone don't make it worth it. That's right. I'd rather go back to China. So we're done. Uh, so it's not, it's every business is different. It, there's no one size fits all. There are def definitely tips and tricks that we provide. And obviously, right. At the end of the day, I mean, La, you've done this, I've done this long enough. Uh, it's a relationship business, man. If logistics is a relationship business, manufacturing is a whole different level of relationships. And yes, that's right. Uh, and we foster relationships. We enable better relationships. We enable, we, we bring data into these conversations to be yep. a little bit more objective, to keep us all in check. Uh, the work that we do in factories does not mean we're policing factories. We also police customers. Yes. Right? If a sample has arrived at the customer's warehouse and it's all in the customer's office and it sits for 20 days and nobody responds to it, you you can't expect a factory to perform on time. Yes. Uh, so this is this is getting all of us organized, all of us on track, uh, hold all of us accountable towards building a better future. Uh, yeah. Now you can take that from a sustainability angle. You can take that from hey, just a business efficiency angle or an economics angle. Yes. That's open to interpretation. Everybody has different priorities. It's not our decision to make their yes. priority. But we enable whatever your priority is. Yes. You're telling me sustainability? Yes, we got you the product for that. We got you the people to make that happen. If it's telling, if it's economics, let's talk about it. Hey, a yeah. lot of us went through pain during the pandemic. There's That's a lot right. of brands that have had to pay those punishing freight prices, and they all are trying to recover and get out of the red. We're there to support them. That's all we're here to do. Need help with your next shipment? Feel free to visit our website at www.tgl.co to book an obligation-free consultation. You can also check out the video for this episode on our YouTube channel. And while you're at it, add us on Instagram at TGL underscore global or LinkedIn and Facebook by searching Think Global Logistics. Thank you for listening.